you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Greetings, humans. You have entered the command zone, your destination for all aspects of Elder Dragon Highlander. Enjoy your stay. You are watching slash listening to the Command Zone podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Wong. How's it? It's Josh Lee Kwai, and we are here with a special guest. My, my, my summer guesting. Yeah, that's true. You oh, were here yeah. last summer yeah. as well. Every summer. It's You're Alex Kessler from our Woo! sister podcast, our The Masters of Modern. Hey, everybody. We talk about you every single show. Do you know that? We talk about you guys every single wow. show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So much love. That's why we're sister podcasts. That's right. If only I listened to your show. <laughs> hey, Ouch. I, I feel you. Savage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so time. today we're going to be talking about sort of a hot topic yeah. in the Commander EDH world for for a while now. And it seems... I think it's just since... I think since all 10 two-color pairs were created. Since a Johnny yeah. gold, green, white one. Yeah. I think what happens is something something sort of there's some catalyst every like couple of years that kind of yeah. reinvigorates it mm-hmm. so like in commander what was it 2014 2015 2014 commander 2014 the uh the monocolored commanders came out right. the planeswalkers were oh, those, legal those as commanders that was commander 2014 oh commander sorry yeah, yeah. yeah commander yeah, yeah, 2014 yeah. and so that was like the first time we ever saw a planeswalker that had the byline can mm-hmm. be used as your commander and that kind of started this conversation up again, which is, should we just make all Planeswalkers legal in the format? Right. Um, and then this happened again, I think, because Brawl. So yep. recently, Brawl came out, and Brawl is standard commander, basically, but mm-hmm. they said, oh, just a rule in Brawl that's different than commander is Planeswalkers are just going to be legal as your commanders. Uh, and that started people saying, like, right. oh, should we just have all Planeswalkers legals in Commander, too? Well, like, Wizards, I mean, like, it, you know, Magic Origins also had the creature Planeswalkers, the Flipwalkers. Right. right. They added to it. That's what I was Origins, talking. yeah. 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 Uh, and then, um, sorry, I hit the table. Uh, <laughs> and then also we have the kind of the situation where th- uh, during Ixalan block, they made it so Planeswalkers are now legendary Planeswalkers. So yeah, that kind of restarted legend it. Rule changed and then, and then the, just now in, in Brawl, they had the, 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 they reintroduced the paired Planeswalkers that... Um, oh, in bottom, be, Battle Bond. Oh, Battle Bond, yeah. Sorry, yeah, sorry, Battle Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, like, it feels like Wizards really wants Planeswalkers to be commanders. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- definitely. Well, we'll we're going to have that discussion, right? We're going to talk about all sort of sides of this issue, what we think, um, what maybe some of the pitfalls and problems of it would be, what the upside would be. But first, we need to talk about our sponsors. 
If you want to pick up a Planeswalker to potentially play as your commander someday, or just one that's already legal, you should go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone. If you use that affiliate link when you're ordering your magic product, your singles, anything at all, then you really are helping the command zone, game nights, all of our content uh, stay, I don't know, online. Online. As well as big thank you to Ultra Pro, our second sponsor of the show. They sponsor uh, a lot of the product we use on the show, as well as just be a great company. I love Ultra Pro. They make awesome playmats, best playmats in the business. Next time you're at your local LGS, I always say that local LGS, buy some Ultra Pro products, Eclipse Sleeve, all that good stuff. I still use them for drafting and for pre-releases, and they last me through all of it. I still can't, like, ripping Eclipse Sleeves. You I've, can't like, do tried. it? You can't do it. Uh, there's mean, some Yeah, with, like, a flame torch, you can make <laughs> it to it. There's uh, a lot of people sort of trying it, I've noticed lately on Twitter, like, posting pictures of them trying to, like, it's called the stretch test. The uh, the professor came up with it where you just put two fingers on each side of the sleeve and you pull it and try to pull it apart with the eclipse sleeve. And I've tried it myself, inspired by the professor. It's surprisingly difficult. I mean, people have commented about my arms. I consider myself a strong person. It's very difficult. Not strong enough, I think it's Josh. actually a pretty good workout. Jimmy yeah. might be able to do it now. He's, now, been, he's been hitting no the weights so hard. No way. <laughs> yeah. The final uh, way to support the show is, of course, on Patreon. Patreon.com slash commands. And we do something special. We call it a special one person. Every single episode, the patron of the show. Do you want to call that with us? Sure. That person today is... Skyden Canfield. Skyden, you rock. Yes, you can. I'm so happy I didn't say Canfield. So... You know, before we get into the main topic here, something maybe not all of you know out there is that Alex is, he owns a toy company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's also a, guy, a game designer. Yeah. And you have a new game. Yeah. So we've, we've mentioned it a few times in the past few episodes, but we thought bringing you on here to sort of talk more in depth about it because it, it seems like something that Magic players would definitely be interested in. Right. So this is our second game. So last year we launched a game called Super Party Battle. You can get it on thinkgeek.com and, and Amazon. And it was kind of like a party game version of Magic uh, Type 4, which is the stack. So like you just everyone draws from the same deck. It's based on your game. Um, uh, Davros. From Davros. If, everyone, right. if anyone here has seen the web series Top Deck, which me and Craig, which has also guessed it on the command zone, created together. Um, Davros was a central theme, and then that actually got made. Um, and then we spent years just playing Davros for fun, just oh, us yeah. with like no cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this last, this August, it now ends up we're we're kickstarting our second game. So two months from now. Two months from now. Uh-huh. So and and the idea is, you know, we wanted to do something a little bit more strategy themed, a little bit more serious and less kind of the uh, super party battle is very much like King's Cup where like it's you'll t- sing a song in, in a yeah. French accent while having to do push-ups. Uh, this is much more... My favorite one is the one where people have to do accents. It's the best. It's uh, Jimmy's really good silly. at it. Jimmy is really good it's at like, it. I get into character. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, we've been, we've been developing this game for almost two years. Uh, in the first, you know, we started it two years ago right when we were kind of figuring out when Kess was starting, which is the toy company that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put in kind of the back burner because it wasn't ready yet. And then this last fall, we started kind of pitching it towards different retailers and, and really kind of getting the artwork and all together. And then now we're ready to kind of kickstart it uh, this August, uh, kind of centering it around Gen Con. And it's called oh, cool. Battle Bosses. Is that correct? Yes, Battle Bosses. Um, so it's, yeah, why don't you tell us like how... Like so, how's the gameplay? So it's kind of it's kind of if you took a little bit of magic uh, and gameplay, uh, and specifically a lot around the planeswalker mechanic, which is kind of what we're talking about today. And then you added risk mechanics of like moving pieces on a battle map. So Ooh, you I have like, like risk. you have like a donut shaped map um, of tiles, and and maybe we'll have artwork showing right now. Uh, if you're watching it on YouTube, you'll be seeing this stuff because uh, Craig also works with. 
Us, Alex. Yeah, me. Craig, who is our editor, works with Alex mm-hmm. also at Kesco. So we're one big happy family yeah. here. Um, and so you have a boss. So right now, uh, we have actually a sneak super preview for you guys of, of a new boss that we're releasing oh, today sweet. in the episode. Oh. Uh, but right now, we'll talk with Cthulhu. He's one of the two bosses we've released so far. Um, and so you have a boss. This is kind of an example of what they would look like. So you get a figurine. You get a figurine. So that's the sort of risk figure. aspect. Correct. Okay. And, then, and then you get eight minions. So there's these little uh, sign of miniature sculpts. So Cthulhu has zombie minions. <laughs> these Grafthar, are awesome. who's a ogre giant, has uh, goblin minions. Uh, <laughs> and so... And then you kind of summon your minions and fight each other. And you roll eight, six custom dice that kind of generate resources that you then use to activate your abilities. And you have a 28 card deck that you can kind of make your boss better. And so you start with like basic abilities and an ultimate move, um, kind of like a planeswalker that uh, you can spend those resources on. But then as fitting. the game goes on, you can buy more cards and they get better. And then so you you're fight deck each building other. a little as you, you go. Yeah, yeah. A, it's a little bit of, yeah, it's deck building, kind of like building kind of a mat, like a planeswalker set in front of you. Um, Sweet, sounds yeah. awesome. I um, love risk and obviously I love magic. So. And then, and then you know, the, it goes up to six players. So the four players kind of plays up to like how Commander would, where it's just a free for all. Mm-hmm. And then we're, we've developed a six player variant that's a little bit more MOBA y. So you get like different oh, cool. uh, starting abilities. And oh, so and you, you like, up. you team up. So it's three versus three, and there's a giant map the size of the table. Um, that all That's the tiles kind of connect to each other. And there's six bosses for Generation 1, and then when we launch the, the Kickstarter, there'll be the ability to kind of grow it past that. So there's a possible up to 12 different bosses available. Sweet. Um, and they all come from different universes and time periods and worlds that kind of are being schmushed together for some mysterious reason, and, and now you can kind of rip open portals to different worlds. That sounds... It sounds awesome. Okay, so... Let's cut to the chase here. I want to reveal our, yeah. our thing. What are we revealing? This is it's, sweet. It's down here. We're a world premiere of this. Yeah, world, world premiere. This is the first. This is the first boss reveal too. So you're the oh, first preview wow. of a preview. Jimmy and I are going to look at it real quick before you guys do. The artwork is sick. I'm the one on the left. Why? Because it's the boss. Well, the boss gets the. You get both. <laughs> well, I'm. But I'm the one on the left. But when oh, okay, they, you're you're the. But when they look at it, that's going to be that. <laughs> I'm the one on the right when you look at it. <laughs> I'm the cooler looking one. I'm the boss. I'm the cool looking one. Jimmy's the boss. Stage. Right. Yeah. This Stage artwork rest. is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, guys. So here we go. Three, two, one. We got Ryu. Yeah, it's Ryu the dragon goddess. So you're and with her samurai minions. So this is, this is it comes from ancient world. So one of the worlds that people kind of get access to is a world that is ran by different gods. So there's eventually will be an Egypt one and a Norse god one. And, oh, cool. And the full 12. But starting with the Japanese-themed one, you have Ryu, the dragon goddess. And she uh, has kind of created a full-time uh, of peace. And she has samurai that are all about kind of glen- uh, controlling the land. Mm-hmm. So each boss kind of plays differently, where Cthulhu is much more of like a grixis Nicol Bolas type of play style, where you're casting effects and it's very spells matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryu is much more about having the samurai kind of control as much of the land as possible and then gaining ah. value off of it. So her ultimate move is uh, she does damage to uh, an opponent boss equal to how many tiles you control with your samurai. Uh, so you just sort of snipe them almost? Yeah, you can kin them from across the field. And she's much more kind of a support thing while the samurai are the ones doing a lot more of the combat. Where Cthulhu uses his zombies as like fodder that don't matter and is just about kind of being the smartest person in play. And man, this game sounds cool. My, my one big question is why haven't I gotten to play this yet? Yeah, that's a good I point. I played, played it. I know, that's what I mean. I'm the one person I, I made the, I made the hike out when there do and I get played it. it. Yeah, that's why because... Alex lives at the coast. <laughs> pretty far. I used to live on the west side for like the first 10 years, and then oh, I yeah. slowly moved, moved east. Over here. Inland yeah. Empire, let's go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the main reason we're just very far. People don't know this. Los Angeles is really like four cities that are not near each other. True. I think people They're, think LA is bad traffic. If you look traffic. at the map, they look like they're near each other. But the problem is... 
20 miles will take you an hour. Oh, I have like, I, cause I travel a lot for work because yeah. we travel to all different cities to sell kind of the toys and games we make. And people use miles in other parts of the country to tell you how far something Does it is. Work and here? you're supposed yeah. to know what that means. <laughs> but it's only like here. eight miles down the road. I'm like, that's, a tw that's an hour and a half drive. <laughs> Depending on when. <laughs> Depending on when. Um, okay, so if I'm out there in the audience and Battle Boss looks cool to me, which I think it probably does to a lot of you, what can I do right now to make sure that like I'm involved, no one is coming out, can can sort of, you know, yeah, so, keep getting information about it? So right now there's a Facebook and there's mm -hmm. a Facebook group. So there's a community group and then a Facebook page. I recommend joining both. Uh, groups are definitely better at kind of communicating about how you feel about something. So definitely that's where the conversation is happening. But okay. the page will be there for official announcements. Uh, also, if you go to uh, our website, kest.co uh, slash battle bosses, uh, you can sign up for an email to subscribe. So once we launch the Kickstarter and get more content out there, we'll email you and alert you kind of what's going on Sweet. for news and, and all that good stuff. And then by the end of this month, month, we will have kind of a test print and play version. So if people want to get their hands on it early and start feeling oh. how it plays, you can download it and it'll come with all the cards. You have to cut them out and put them in magic sleeves. But uh, that's my life. Eclipse so, sleeves. Yeah, Eclipse sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which you cannot break. Ultra we talked sleeves. about that earlier. Yeah. Um, uh, very cool. All those notes, of course, will be in the show notes. So if you want to follow any of those links, find out more about Battle Bosses. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. maybe at some point we'll get to play with all of you out there because uh, I have yet to try it. That'd so be I'm going to be cutting them out evidently because my friends won't invite me to the playtest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll also, we'll also be, sweet. I'm going to leave this right here. We'll also be at Gen Con and with like full demo tests for people okay, to come check. Big. And uh, Dice Tower, <laughs> we should also have a testing table available as well. So if you're at Dice Tower this summer in Florida or Gen Con in Indianapolis, we'll also have full kind of testing available where you can oh, actually sweet. get your hands on the real game. Okay, awesome. uh, or in events in LA. Cool. Okay, great. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, you said, you mentioned that these bosses have, like, Planeswalker abilities. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's like my attempt segue. to segue into the thing, even though it's not a great segue, but, you know, <laughs> let's just ignore that part. Take what we can well, that's, I mean, like, when we get to talk conversation about Commander, they play similar to our Commander, where you have a main themed boss in the front or a commander and then in you have general. cards that you're launching that yeah. are on theme with that and they have even abilities like planeswalkers so it's like as if this was all planned ahead of time boom segue <laughs> okay so we talked about the reasons why commanders you know a lot of people want them to be uh, legal all the time just just mm -hmm. sort of make they want the rules committee to come down and say all right from now on all planeswalkers Legalized commander. They don't have right. to have the little line that says this can't be played as your commander. Wizards is like very, you know, the the fact that, you know, and listeners of your podcast, I'm assuming knowing this, but the commander format is not ran by Wizards. It's ran by a separate group. But Wizards is desperate, I feel like, to want commanders to be able to be planeswalkers because from a marketing perspective, they've based everything in the game around planeswalkers. Yes. And commander is, as far as I know, the most popular format of magic. Um, and so why if would If not, they... it's close, right? We've been yeah. creeping that in limited. that direction for a while. For it's a that or draft, time, yeah. yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, limited is a whole other beast. It's possible well, commander's more popular than draft or sealed, yeah. though. Um, yeah. It's yeah. definitely sealed. But it's sealed. I mean, if you yeah, took yeah, limited yeah. as a... As thing. a group. Yeah. Yeah. That's cheating. cheating. That's like how... So like blue-white control in modern... I'm on a modern podcast. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, has blue, white, red, and blue, white. And it's like calling them the same thing. They separate them, and so blue, white is not the most played archetype in the format. But if you combined them, it, it would be. Would be. Oh, I so it's, or like the Pro Tour, where every deck was red, black <laughs> wins. Um, so okay, so I've been on record before, and I think Jimmy has too, mm -hmm. of just saying kind of like we're not really in favor of the Planeswalkers becoming commanders. But Kessler is here because he is in favor yeah. of it. So yeah, let's just hear. 
you know, your reasoning for why you think it's going to it would be a good idea to sort of make this change. So there's, there's a few arguments. The first one is, I mean, the first position is Wizards wants to base their marketing around these characters and is building them to do that. And since now we have kind of every color combination, at least in two color pair, and now we're growing in the three color pair, you can build a lot of different decks you'd want to with Planeswalkers. Mm -hmm. um, the next level is for new players and for a lot of players joining Magic, and now especially with Brawl being out there, kind of telling people you can play as a, with a Planeswalker as your commander, they're coming into the format as new players thinking they can do it. You know, mm -hmm. I put up a poll and we'll talk about that later of like, how do people feel about it? And I had three people message me being like, oh, I thought you could do that. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, so there's like a level of feel bads when people are like, oh, in Brawl, I was playing this and all my friends are playing regular commander and I want to upgrade to that format and I'm going to play with my Tafiri deck and I love it. So I want to upgrade yeah. it to that. And then they're like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. Bad example, but yeah. Because there's a Teferi that is legal as a oh, commander, sure, but yeah, yeah. True, true. Well, no, but you can't play he the, blue, the white. blue white Teferi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, sorry, <laughs> the one that's I, I was with brawl. you. I was just saying <laughs> uh, that's he, the brawl that guy has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blue green Nissa. Okay, there you go. yeah, all right. Uh, but you can play as her as a commander because there's the creature one Samut. There we go. There you go. There's no Samut currently that you can play there as you a commander. Go. Oh no, uh, there is. There's a Samut legendary creature. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. For three, just played Samut on the show. This is bad. Seven uh, and Nicol Bolas, just kidding. Nope. Wow, they've done a good job. <laughs> they've covered their bases. Uh, so uh, Johnny. Uh, yes, there. Elspeth, okay. Yeah, we're, we're there. We're good. Yeah, you're right. There is no yeah, moving creature. Cool. Okay, okay back to Tesseract. There's no Tesseract no, creature. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. So uh, all right. So we're we're you know people already feel like that's something they want to be able to do or doing. It is also mm -hmm. like generally one of you know we mentioned that this conversation comes up a lot, and I think it comes up kind of similar to the reserve list conversation or you know there's like ten other conversations where it's just like every three months it kind of flares up. Yeah, yeah everyone talks about it writes a puff piece on every website that there is and then it dies down and then everyone talks about it again and then it dies down and right. I think this is kind of on that level it's just a change that could happen versus the other ones right. um, and then you know the, the other side of it and this is probably why you guys are a little against it is gameplay questions and before Brawl came out I didn't really have an answer to that I, I, I don't think you know they do slow the game around a little bit you know it, it becomes much more about protecting this thing but with Brawl out and watching how Brawl works and playing Brawl, you really don't feel like, I don't think they really make gameplay bad. And I think people enjoy it a lot um, based on responses so far to the format. Yeah, see, I've had a different experience even with Brawl, which is that the Planeswalkers add a significant amount of time to your average game. And yeah. so, and Brawl games are already long and longer than Commander games. And I think the biggest issue with Commander as a format is the length of the games. Because um, mm -hmm. it's very hard to sit down and play if you don't have over an hour available sure. for, with multi with multiple people and so that is a pretty big barrier like you have to have a game night like you it's hard to just play yeah a game. it's not like chaos have a casual quick let's that, test a deck kind of thing but that's like a four player and like every board i mean i play a lot of board games and every board game like other than a two-player game has that problem regardless of what you do yeah. like, it, like commander is the most board gamey version of magic it's true true i just don't think we want to go longer right sure I, I think we want to go in the other direction and let's say the net outcome of planeswalkers as commander and i'm just going to make up a number but let's say it's seven minutes added to the average game okay that's a lot of time yeah, it's a half hour if you play four games in a right. night. But that's also like that's only pointing at the fifty percent of planeswalkers that would make decks less aggressive. But if someone makes a Soren deck that's putting down plus one plus zero emblems every two turns, like that deck becomes much more aggressive. There's aggressive a lot decks of aggressive don't win in commander. They're not good. Well, but yeah. if you have permanent emblems on the table, you do 
win stuff. But then that's not a problem anyways. Like if the if aggressive sh- if as aggressiveness doesn't work in commander, then that's the but problem thing is, with length. No, but I think the problem is even a planeswalker that is aggressive is likely to cause a longer game than an aggressive deck that's not helmed by a planeswalker. Sure. Be- and so mm-hmm. if you just built an aggressive deck, if that's what you want to build without a planeswalker. Right. Versus one with, you're still adding time to the game that wouldn't necessarily be added. That's just, I think that's just one point. Yeah, and, and and I guess my perspective on that is a the time of a commander game being a little bit longer. Like commander games can range everywhere from zero, like people winning on There's turn none three. None zero. <laughs> Maybe ten minutes or something. I've had, I've had five like minute games of commander, okay. like ten minutes. Uh, yeah. Yes, like uh, standing up and breaking down is like twenty minutes of every game. I but swear, I've, I've had games that have just lasted shuffling. shorter than the shuffling. Oh. I'll give you that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I want to play those games, but yeah, I do agree with Josh in that I don't like games running longer. And I think in general, if you're going to add again, because we just said, hey, we have players coming in that are coming from a very casual new format. Mm-hmm and they want to play these commanders, you're not going to see tier 1, tier 1.5 decks running amok as the mainstay, I think, of new Planeswalker sure. commander decks. I think you're going to see a lot more fun, a bit more casual, a bit more creature-based. You know, you just gave an example of emblems, right? Like, And that is a creature-based deck. Emblems do nothing by themselves. You have to be doing a very typical beat-down strategy. What depends on what emblem, but so yes. So you're yeah. talking about... For the Soren emblems. Specific, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, and I mean... I also think that casual crowd is also the one that most wants games to last long. Like there is a significant amount of the commander community that wants to play commander just because they want to hang out with their friends and do something while they're doing it. Yes. I don't think they want long games in that. I, I don't think, but I could like be, the I could seven be wrong minutes is love, not an hour added to time. I, I could be wrong and I'd love to hear from people out there, but I think in general, anybody that plays commander a little bit would agree that the length of gameplay is a little bit on the high side. It's not on the yeah. low side. Now, Again, we're talking about a little effect here. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't say 20 minutes, right? right? right. I, I think six, seven minutes on your average game is probably somewhere in the range of what it adds. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows if two people end up playing Planeswalkers as commanders? Like, what's that do? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that's just the wrong direction to be going in. Like, we don't want to be lengthening it. It's definitely not like commander games are close to being too short now. I guess I guess the issue is more to me is that it's within that seven minutes that we're making up for the purposes is of within the acceptable range is within the acceptable range and is within the variance that already just exists in the format. Well, like, the variance is the variance, right? right? Like that's it's not adding or taking away. The, but it's not like it's not mm-hmm. it's not above the variance level that I think is within tolerance. Like I, I'm willing to go an extra five minutes in every game. I don't think that's going to kill anyone. I think adding thirty minutes to a game is different. But hmm. you're willing to go an extra five minutes, I bet, in any game but not in every game. And I think that's the difference, right? Because it adds up over time. But I think the games that go super long aren't going to be caused because of Planeswalkers. They're caused because people do board stalls and lock the game up using... True. Using, like, the, the, True. the reason Although goes Planeswalkers that long, are more likely to cause that state because they are generally value engines. And value engines are the type of decks that are wanting a board stall. But if you... But in Commander, Planeswalkers are bad. <laughs> As a person who loves playing them, like, yes, that's true. But of the different ways that do that, they're the easiest to get rid of. It's true, but uh, they, and that's why they cause the lengthening of the game, because instead of dealing damage to players, you deal damage to Planeswalkers, which slows down the amount of damage being done to players. That's one reason. Mm-hmm. Two, because they're value engines. They're, but there's other... I mean, like, there are tons of commanders that are value engines. Like, then... No, no, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. just saying, we're, what we're doing is we're just adding a bunch of those sure. that also have the simultaneous... They're all life gain spells. Sure. And if, so, if you have to kill them to deal with them instead of letting them go, which and then that's a different conversation. Which yeah. is what yeah. almost everybody has to sure. do. Yeah. So, 
But let's talk about, I think, the more pressing issue, which is the trouble cards that we listed here. The gameplay issues, right? The balance issues with the yeah. format. It's more that, like, obviously, yeah, sure, a little bit of time here and there. Some people are going to love it. Some people won't. But, I mean, for me, doubling season just stands out as, like, a well, that card all of a sudden becomes just the most important card for a Planeswalker deck if you're going to play it. You're not going to do a Planeswalker deck without green if you don't want to be... I think you just have to ban it if you do this, You just have to straight up ban it, I would want Wizards to print a card that literally reads like doubling season but says excluding Planeswalker. Like, they come close to excluding loyalty counters, and that way it's a little bit... Or even just excluding type card-type Planeswalker as the effect. Loyalty counters are the only... Nothing else gets loyalty, right? I mean, it's... No, but I mean, like, that way you can't do, like, plus... Like, it would limit plus one, plus one counters, and does that make it easier or harder to yeah. keep track well, of. Yeah, I mean, we but... already have parallel lives. We already have a lot of interesting versions, right. and then we have, like, cards that give an additional plus one, plus one counter, like hardened scales and right. stuff. So you have alternatives to doubling season, but yeah, you have to just immediately ban it. Otherwise, Which too I... many of these decks would just be play two cards, win the game. Correct. And I have, like, a list. You know, you have Samet, which just gets any type of Kiki-Ji combo. You have Sarkin, which, like, you dragon storm pe- out people, basically. Mm-hmm. You have... You know, Garrick, you have Vraska that puts out someone at one life. And just there's a lot of different ways. And the big one is Tamio. Ban Tamio, just right. like I get omniscience, period. Yeah. But I get it like super early. I get it on turn four. Probably, yeah. Fi- turn Maybe five. five yeah. uh, if like I have to curve out and I don't have any of the green ramp in my green deck. I, <laughs> I think also just ir- irrespective of which planeswalkers are affected the best by doubling season, mm-hmm. there will be a huge like Games with Planeswalkers as commanders, where the Planeswalker has green in it, will that deck will be about getting play, doubling season right. into play. Correct. Like, Every single time. Always. So that's just going to get really boring, I think, because here you've got a whole slew of like, you know, new decks. Well, and those are just the five that I. And they all have up. like a similar strategy. Right. Yeah. Get doubling season, then do stuff. And and I think like. I think doubling season was a mistake. I think the idea behind doubling season, excluding the Planeswalker side, and was a mistake in a past that didn't know the future. So right. it's not like you know the world changes around it. Um, but it, it also kind of has like the lightning bolt problem. Right. If lightning bolt is in standard, every other removal spell doesn't matter because this is I just see, the yeah. best, most efficient thing on the planet. And so because doubling season exists, all of those other options that Jimmy listed become less interesting because why wouldn't you just play doubling season unless your deck wanted all of them or more than just that one. Mm-hmm. And by getting rid of doubling season, it forces people to work for, from a gameplay decision perspective, like how do I make my deck work without the lazy answer of doubling season? Right. Um, which is what game design is about. It's making people work to accomplish goals. I mean, I don't have a real problem with banning doubling season. I, I don't think... Craig I don't does. think it would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it would be that bad for magic for commander in general, just because there are so many other effects now. In you know, we have annoying procession and white too. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a lot of different things that do the thing that people use. I think doubling season for the most part for which is doubling tokens and stuff. Right, and they printed a lot of them. So like, I mean, the big negative there is the negative of banning any card, but which is just people's wallets get hit. They have a bunch right. of copies of it. Their deck is built around that. But I don't think this is going to be any more damaging if we legalize planeswalkers, which then add. Uh, how many planes with 50 planeswalkers to the the fold of new commanders and new cards that have become more valuable because of commander to against like what happened to primeval titan which like every green deck had primeval titan in it they banned it it's gone now but fine i mean i have no problem banning doubling season it's one card i don't like banning cards in general i think the ban list is too big but it's one card i think atraxadex and a few other things would be sad but it wouldn't kill them and and i don't know if like we need atraxadex I think it it could take a punch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And and, I mean, yes, we're getting rid of that card that is really important for a lot of people's decks. But at the same time, we're adding kind of like 50 cards to the format. Almost like have totally different uses because they're now planes. They're now commanders. So you do lose one card, but you get 
60 of them. Did I do something? No. Yes, there was a, um, a glitch in the matrix. Don't oh. worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Deja vu. Okay. I mean, I mean, that's totally real back there. So there's it's a not, cat that just walked by. Them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So doubling season, I think obviously we can all see as a problem. Um, that would probably be a casualty if this rule went through. Super Friends decks would take the casualty loss the biggest, though. Because pretty much dead yeah. in the water. They don't have and right the now, doubling piece. season's fine. Well, I don't think they're because... dead in the water. I mean, there's other good cards that work with them, and like yeah, Wizards will ter- keep printing them. True, true. But I mean, in general, I just think. Doubling season. If you're not, if you don't have a doubling season in the Super Friends deck, the power level is you almost take it down by like uh, 10, 15 percent. I, I have feel like good friends that have Marchesa, Planeswalker, Super Friends decks that are like very strong and totally fine. So because like, yes, they have Marchesa yes. or because they have Marchesa, uh, Mardu Marchesa. Oh, okay. So I mean, partly because it, it what it does is it makes it so I have to make the choice of yeah. attacking their Planeswalker or attacking them, and so right. do I get the thing or do I have to defend themselves? And as Josh has pointed out, Planeswalkers are good at locking the board down. Um, but well, I, I feel I, like that goes back to the original point of the fact that the Planeswalker it needs to have something else to make it even better, if that makes sense. That, doubling season is just that for any deck with Planeswalkers in green. But back to my first point of like, it's almost a lazy way of doing that. Like mm-hmm. if, if all your Planeswalker deck is getting doubling season and ultimating your Planeswalkers, it's like boring and not really like, uh, I'm fine with losing that. I mean, a lot style. of people do that. Though, like doing you know? it. Yeah. But like yeah. a lot of people played Splinter Twin or a lot of people played Amulet Bloom or like every card that's ever been banned. About to can, make some like, people upset. <laughs> every uh, every I, player on the planet played uh, Eldrazi during Eldrazi Winter. I'm not sad that they don't get to do that anymore. <laughs> okay. So doubling season, I think we can agree though would be a po- problematic card if the rule changes are made so yeah yeah and I, I do think it would have to go in that instance whether that's good or bad will allow you to decide out there um another card i think that would probably have to go is the chain veil i mean because what do we have right now seven planeswalkers that are legal as commanders um okay if you count the flip planeswalkers 12 is that right five five and two so and 12. two aren't even actually technically out at the time of this recording but we're just going to give the rowan and will <laughs> it's wednesday by the time yeah well, by the I time like you see magic this, yeah. next, it'll be legal. Okay, so 12. We know the Chain Veil's already completely broken with one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're pretty sure that the Chain Veil would be broken with Tezzer at the Seeker, which we'll talk about next. Um, there's a few. There's uh, the Is It Guy. There's, uh, this is just what we can see now, because obviously Teferi and the Chain Veil, like you couldn't see it at the time. It took people a little while to come around mm-hmm. that deck. So I'm willing to just sort of guess that there's probably a couple other Planeswalkers that the Chain Veil is like broken with and it's the type of effect that's pretty broken it if you don't know the chain veil allows you to activate your planeswalkers another time yep and with a lot of mechanics and this is something i think when we did the most powerful decks in the format we talked about and I, i kind of glossed over this part was that the chain veil actually if you can like blink your planeswalker the chain veil will still have counted how many times it had activated in that turn and so like if you activate the chain veil two or three times there's a lot of planeswalkers that untap things mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. can therefore untap the chain veil activate the chain veil two or three times blink your planeswalker now it's got two or three more activations because of the chain time. and those type of shenanigans are like not super difficult to pull off and lead to like these infinite combo things now those are a lot of pieces and a lot of things can do that um but i i do believe that card would be just pretty dangerous in the format if it if, just it retroactively applies to every planeswalker they ever make it's kind of like the inverse of like what caracas or something is to right. me like right. where yeah. it's just it's like designed for an environment where yeah exactly I, I i between this and doubling season i think doubling season has the one oh it's way worse what, it's, it's, it's way, way worse, worse. Yeah. And, and i think it like it also because it's <laughs> green it makes it just like green decks become the best 
deck period in the format for that reason. Like if I can just get omniscience on turn five every game, no matter what, like that's pretty problematic. Cameo versus means, like yeah. at least this every color combo is playable, and it's just like it could be problematic with them. So I would maybe like. And I would maybe even say this was doubling season is if this change were to happen, wait. Like, I, I don't think being hasty and banning these cards before it, the format starts is maybe the right move. But I do agree that this is another card that just probably needs would need to go. I could see waiting with Chain Veil, but I think doubling season would just have to go. Yeah, I think it's very blatant versus yeah. Chain Veil. Well, the Chain Veil be. makes like a like having a mono white commander deck with a Planeswalker a lot better it's true because you know it's like true. that deck needs the help right, right? And, and same and with the boros ones one of the arguments like i had is like i was going through every card and i was like oh these like three different gideons all might need to be banned but then i was like oh wait white's terrible <laughs> <laughs> and so i was like maybe this is what white needs almost is to have cards like elsbeth or three mana gideon where like you like have to get rid of the gideons to keep them alive or right. even that's uh, a good Alec. upside we didn't talk about which is that red also gets a bunch of chandras that draw you cards mm -hmm. nahiri yeah. boros mm -hmm. gets a commander that has some card advantage on it um there, like there's like, like it, it will maybe help the problem is it's helping boros and mono white and mono red this much but i actually think it's probably helping blue green and oh my black, gosh and blue black green black more. absurd so, yeah so yeah everything goes up a little in power level but the gap still widens but because I, tamio and tezzeret are way more broken than gideon and Nahiri. Yeah. Like right now bant even like you know looking at bant the tamio bant Planeswalker deck is more like most Bant commanders right now are about attacking. Like the the there is the blinky one. There's a few on the outskirts, but like a lot of the three color decks also have limitations around them that I don't hate seeing adding more options. Yeah. And if it's too good, we you get rid of them. Like I think uh, unloading this amount of cards, a lot of them are some of those powerful cards ever printed. Uh, into a format will have ramifications and it will mix things up, but I don't know necessarily that's a bad thing and giving people more options to play cool stuff is always probably more of a benefit than a negative. Okay, I wanna hit the pause button on that discussion because I have a retort, but let's go. Let's continue to go through some of the cards we think would be maybe problematic or broken. Um, Tezzeret we talked about. We didn't. I mean, I just mentioned we earlier, mentioned. we didn't uh, talk about it, so uh, we're gonna talk about it now, but Tezzeret is three blue blue and the plus one is um, untapped two artifacts. The negative X is you tutor out an artifact into play that CMC is equal to X. Or mm -hmm. less, yeah. Yeah, X or less. So he comes out with four loyalty. You can go get Chain Veil right away with him. That's a problem because he also untaps Chain Veil with his plus one. So you've got a, a commander that basically tutors for the combo piece and then is part of the combo with mm -hmm. the combo piece. Yeah. Um, I, I also have Liliana uh, Vess under this kind of list. I think tutor... Planeswalkers are the ones that are the biggest problem. Tutor commanders, we know, are super problematic. Almost all of the top tier decks are some form of tutor commander. Not all, but uh, but many of them mm -hmm. are, and yeah. that's a type of me mechanic that's like because combo is so powerful. Being able to reliably get your combo, and now there's no tuck or anything, so you really can't mm -hmm. stop them from eventually getting that combo off. So yeah, and I won't even worry about Tezzeret's ultimate because it's not super relevant for what this it's just discussion a, is. It's like once in a while will be a win condition, but it's really the his the, win condition is being able to tutor out right. very flexibly as right. well. He doesn't even need to get the chain veil. Yeah. I mean, you could do four, three, two, or one. Well, you get the out. chain veil, and then you get the mana rock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get the chain veil, you activate the chain veil, then you use Tezzeret. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to blink him. You're going to have to, or sorry, replay him, whatever. But mm -hmm. you create enough mana with mana rocks. Like, also, the Grim Monoliths and the Basalt Monoliths and the Mana Vaults of the world, he untaps, creates tons Wait, of extra a, mana. A mono blue deck artifact deck? Yeah. Are you playing those cards? Teferi. It's basically weird. Teferi, right? Yeah. yeah. The Teferi deck does this almost exactly same thing. And Tezzeret could arguably do it better because right now Teferi can't go find the find chain veil itself. Like, the deck can't. Teferi can, also costs six. Tezzeret's yeah. five. So and Tezzeret's five. So we've got a tier one deck 
and now we're going to get a better, better version. version. So I think Tezzeret would probably be on the block as far as a commander yeah. that might need to be banned. Mm-hmm. I don't know how CDH, CEDH works as far as like how that doesn't tend to affect the banning, honestly. Like, I think I think the repetitiveness of gameplay is also problematic here. With Teferi, every game plays differently because you have to find these pieces to pull it a off. Yes, like you win in the you same do way. Win in the same yeah. way, but like to get there, it takes effort. With yeah. Teferi, with with Tezzer initially, I cast this, I win. Right? Yeah. And the same way, every single time, as soon as I get to five plus mana, the chances of you being if I to, resolve it, yeah, I get this exact card. And then it's like you and saw it's blue, or one so, of yeah. these. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like there's, it's very hard to kind of stop it and it doesn't really do anything interesting. And well, it, it doesn't give a lot of flexibility, I think, either. Like untapping two artifacts in mono blue, mm-hmm. what are you really doing outside of generating a ton of mana that's mm-hmm. so fun and, and interesting in yeah. Chain Veil? Or yeah, or just, not even Chain, you don't even need necessarily Chain Veil, but it's like, great, make infinite mana mono blue. Well, great, easy, done. Five right. mana, untap right. two artifacts. It's like, it's, I don't know, I'd rather see. I think he needs to get banned just because it doesn't create a, it doesn't add enough diversity to the format. It just makes a better deck. Right. Maybe does need to exist. And I think like, at least not in casually the age. And the point of this is to make diversity. And this is a card that anti diversity is almost anti diversity. Yeah. And like, yeah. there's a bunch of cool cards that we'd be unbanning that do really cool things as commanders. This is one that just does something that exists already. So why do we need it? And it like is a borderline too powerful as it is probably it's just now it really kind of cements itself. If you talk to, there's been various, obviously we're not the ones to come up with the, hey, let's allow commanders maybe as planeswalkers. Mm-hmm. And because it's a casual format, a lot of house you know, groups, play groups have mm-hmm. dabbled with this already. Just been like, okay, you know, we're gonna try it. Let's, let's say just within our group, Planeswalkers are legal and have done it. And we hear from those groups very often that Tezzeret is just completely broken. Yeah, they're, they're, And they had to, you know, most places have ended up house banning that right. when yeah. they do this because of it. And, and during the like the the random time where this stuff becomes popular to talk about and some article some website will actually do the testing to do it and with pros or whatever yeah, they're just like, like no this this is not this is not good for anyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's too good um, um, so you mentioned Liliana which is uh, Liliana Vest which is another tutor commander right? right it's the first one ever and this is kind of the ones I'm afraid of is tutors but she tutors twice per sh- her existing yes yeah. they put it on top of your library there but like I think that just it makes it so mono black decks become I combo off way too easily consistently yeah. it's really easy to do it with her and i mean mom black decks already have access to a ton of tutors um but liliana it just gives her another option to do it and she goes from five to three to one so she can yeah, do you, it twice there are very few like five mana i get two tutors and then i also get to draw a card that lets me tutor two more times and then i draw a card that lets right. me tutor two more times right uh with a wing con- like and then she has the ultimate side of it which is like a very big win condition worst case scenario so yeah. I, I think she just does a lot of it's not as bad as Tezzeret. She doesn't put it in the play. You have to find the pieces. It's more about getting multiple pieces. Also, once you find the piece, she's unlikely to interact with that piece in a way. Tezzeret, like I said, right. untaps yeah. the chain veil after that. So. He is the combo. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that seems like it would probably be fine. Um, I, I wouldn't see I think see it's fine just because be Black already has yeah. so many redundant tutors. Okay, go to that next one. So this is the one I'd say that gets mentioned almost the most, and mm-hmm. I don't know that it's actually that bad, but I think this is actually good. Yeah, I, let's I, be honest. This uh, is this is counter to the creates longer games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Soren Markov, and Soren is a planeswalker. And the the really important part and the reason people mention Soren in this type of discussion is that he can set one player's life total to ten. Mm-hmm. So just trying to dome somebody for thirty, basically. Or, or if they're a laurel. Life. Uh, you know, Doma for 150 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You can gain five life. Yeah. Okay. If you're at five. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this this is more from the casual side because in, in the real competitive, highly tuned decks, 
this is still not good enough. Yeah. Because <laughs> right. you don't care if your life totals a 10 if you're going to combo off the next turn. No, and, and I'm bringing it mostly to point out kind of what you guys are, where, which is I don't think this needs to be banned. No. I think it's no. totally fine. I think it's the thing that it's gets brought ones. up the most. Yeah. It'll that, be feel bads yeah. in a lot of groups, but as far as power level, I don't think. I think it's less feel bads than it is now. I think when you play this out of your deck, it's more feel bads because it's like, oh, okay, they drew the sword and whatever. If it's available from the beginning as option, if I the information is that you have this I card, see, yeah. I know how to deal with you. I know that I need to worry about this card coming out when it's like or make hidden deals, secretly. Yeah. There's so many decks. There's no way to deal with it, right? If you're not in blue, you, you can't counter it. You're just mur murder. What do you mean, murder? Like I like I attack you until you're dead. <laughs> oh, I, <see>. I mean, <laughs> I have planeswalker removal, but I have player removal. Um, the, the the most permanent type of. Removal. I would be the most annoying player to ever pilot a Soren Markov deck because the entire game I'd just be like, listen, if anybody does anything to me, you're my first Soren target. Yeah, you're well, my first Soren target, <laughs> and I'm in mono black, so I'm just gonna double my mana and make sanguinate yeah, I'm gonna or dark, do whatever. I'm gonna dark know. ritual into it right now. Just. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But also, I mean, like, Turn it, three. the two different sides are different, though, because, like, to be able to protect myself and Soren, I have to be a control -y deck, which means that me putting you the 10 doesn't do anything. Uh, well, it's bad for you, and if you play politics with it, sure. what you can do is just stop a lot of aggression coming at you because they don't want to be Soren. But this mm -hmm. sounds great. As far as gameplay goes and fun goes, I think like the the politics of that and the conversation and the choices this forces onto a game yeah. is an I interesting game. I think there's, a, there's an argument to be made that it's a little too good at that. It's a little too... But it's, only, it's one player at a time. You can't do it twice. You have to minus it, and then you have to plus twice to do it again. So it takes it takes time to really get there. Did I read that right? I think oh, no, it's, you do it twice. Okay, you get two plays with it. That's rough. That's a lot. That's <laughs> a lot of damage. I mean, listen, I don't think it's too powerful. I do think it's probably annoying. I think it, it with politics, it has an issue but i think making having a commander that plays a politic political game on purpose because it doesn't it's not aggressive and it domes you for 10 right it's mm -hmm. controlly and it domes you for 10 so you have to either have someone else do it for you or kind of straddle your deck in two sides that does force you down to a gameplay decision that makes it more difficult to pull off okay well speaking of uh commanders i think would probably be annoying uh in a similar way is you talked about the gideons earlier uh, yes. i wanted to talk about specifically gideon of the trials yeah. So Gideon of the Trials is the three mana planeswalker that can automatically come out and create an emblem that mm -hmm. says, if as long as you have a Gideon in play, mm -hmm. any of them, not just Gideon of the Trials, then you can't lose and your opponents can't win. Mm -hmm. I think this could... I go back... I, when I was looking through things, I went back and forth. This is the one that I was like, e this probably is problematic, but also white mono white is bad. <laughs> but this doesn't make mono white good. It just makes mono white annoying. Really sure. annoying, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm all for some it. of the Gideons are incredibly hard to kill. Yeah. Right. Because they make themselves indestructible and crap. Like, oh, and no, there's and a bunch of them. There's five mana Gideon, and that one just makes it very hard. Once you have that in play with this emblem, it's very hard to stop that person. Right. Um, yeah. I, know, I, I agree. I think, I think of the mono white ones, this is the one that's on the borderline. Yeah, this just seems like it's some... Well, like three mana immediate emblem is a scary thing. Here, let's imagine this scenario, right? We all sit down to play with another player, and we're all unpacking our decks, and they pull out Gideon of the Trials. You know everyone goes, ugh. Yeah, it sounds exhausting. It yeah. does. It yep. just sounds like... It's like right, uh, how are we going to get them down I'm not saying you didn't think of, of cool things, and your deck isn't like well thought out and everything. It's just like, ah, uh, just slogging through that. Mm -hmm. How just, many Gideons do we have now? Six? Five? More because of the Planeswalker. White uh, can bring the, them back. Oh, right, yeah. The intro deck, Planeswalkers, makes yeah. it impossible for me to count how many Planeswalkers we have now. White's used to be really like good at bringing things five. back. White's really good at making things indestructible and mm -hmm. things like that. It's just like... Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm I not agree. saying I couldn't beat that deck. I'm just saying like... Do you want to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would almost be like, you know what? Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Can, can I look at it? That looks sweet. I'm going to go play in the game over there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the other Gideons are fine. I think like five mana Gideon that does have a similar yeah, yeah. gameplay pattern. Of, I, you force you to attack this Gideon, so I'm protecting myself. That's fine. I'm fine with white being able to be controller like that. I'm also fine with the four mana one that can also emblem, but it gets you the plus one, plus one count, or plus one, plus yeah, one yeah, effect. Because like, as you said, aggressiveness is bad in Commander. So like giving thing aggressive There's no reason commanders. to gimp uh, to, or nerf aggressive, aggression right. at all. Yeah. And so like this specific one is the one that I think like is problematic and i think that's fine i think you like we have five planeswalkers that probably couldn't be legalized and they never will be and then you have like two cards that become problematic that's seven cards that are that's added a lot. to that but we're adding 50 uh, I mean, mythic rares that are all considered some of the most powerful cards ever printed like that's a pretty slow well bar. You, then you have to be open to the idea that some of those are also broken we just can't see it right sure. now yeah right? so then or some of them are so bad that no one's going to build a deck around it you don't see people building around tibble. i think a lot of the yeah like tibbles. Oh, no, you would see people building tibble decks of course but it would be well and tibble <laughs> as a commander actually is more actually, interesting we, than other things. Like, say, uh, there are other Planeswalkers that yeah. are bad, but Tybalt would be yeah. one I would defend. <laughs> okay, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, as a poster, like, you're adding X amount of cards. Yes, yeah. and, and some and more bad. percentage and... of them are going to get played. Like, if you look at the partner commanders, what did we say? There was, like, 105 different 102 combinations. 102 different combinations, and maybe six of them are really viable. As, and like, if you look on decks. EDH Rec, there's probably seven or eight combinations that have less than five decks built for them. Like, no one's building those Sure, decks. but yeah. you have, like, yes, six of them are played regularly, but another 20 are played often, and that's way more decks than a general commander set release brings to the format. No, yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, like, the, the I guess, like, yes, not all of those combinations are played a lot, but... There's a few that do, and those people probably love their decks. But then you have the pers perspective of, like, look at the first Commander set that had probably the most broken set of Commander releases. I mean, Commander like, products give you 15 new Commanders. Correct. And, and But I think of the 15 that came out in the original Commander set, only seven of them really see play. Maybe. And that's the most powerful of those releases. I mean, the Gave top end is. The top all, end, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it's the most Carador. powerful overall. Yeah. The, four, the partners in the four-color Commanders are probably yeah, yeah, the most powerful overall. That. That's just like a median. Um, okay, let's continue down our uh, sort of exploration of the problematic cards. There's a couple more. This is um, the one that this is the deck I would build. I think if things were me legal. too. And there's some plus sides to this deck too because everyone for so long has wanted the artifact based blue red commander, mm -hmm. and deck fading can maybe kind of give you that. Well, we got it. Yeah, we got it. Now. Well, we got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like now you have two options. Right. Deck fading um, has a way too much though. He can steal an artifact and. Well, he draws you cards, but I don't think I don't think Dak Faden would be a artifact commander. Yes, he can steal artifacts, and that's like cool because you get your opponents. But it, like he is well, much more also counts towards your artifact count, so it does kind of like a yeah. little bit. But like a more the discard draw card. Like there are cool stuff yeah. I can do with a, a, a dis, like just yeah. a faithless looting right. attached to my deck every turn. <laughs> this doesn't seem too powerful though. I don't think so. For one, no. is not in green, so no, you can't play that one season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care about tapping and untapping things, so he doesn't work well with Chain Veil. So. He also has the same thing, like Alex said, where if someone sees him out, you're not going to play your best artifact on the battlefield. Yeah, I mean, and, and like, it does... I don't think the world gets sadder if there are more reasons to play less, or, like, there's less reasons to play artifacts in Commander. I think, like, I in see. general, Commander is... Artifacts could take a hit. Makes green better. I don't know if we need that. Yeah, but it makes it... I mean, it's not green, though, so... That's what I mean. Yeah. The existence of this deck makes green a little better. Because green doesn't play artifacts as much? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can see... Just by and making green's already worse. But blue is also... Really, like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't Blue's think... Blue's the strongest, but I, I think green is close. But I don't know if we're in a world where... I think green was the best period three years ago. Like, when we had Sylvan... What's-his-face in? Or Primordial. before that we had Primeval nah. Titan. And we had before that, we had... I think maybe, now... Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Now... 
I think blue was probably even. Right? I think blue was probably because I also think like then. red's so much well, better now. Blue still has pack red negation and force of will. That those yeah. two alone yeah. shoot blue sky high. Counterspell is just such a powerful uh, mechanic and cyclonic rift. in the sure. format, and cyclonic rift is literally the second best card in the format after soul ring. So, right. Yeah. Um. And, okay. That's an entirely different discussion. But uh, I mean, I don't think deck Faden's like banned right away. I don't, I don't think, think he's ever. probably ever banned. Yeah. No, no, no. I think he's I mean, totally fine. Unless somebody came up with some weird way to break it that we can't see right now, which is always possible with any of these. Right. Yeah. Um, I think a three-mana guy who, like, draws cards as level as it does, like, is maybe something to talk towards because it's harder to get rid of. But I think there's other better options out there. I think, And it's 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 looting, right? It's looting. So it's not actually card advantage. Well, I mean, like, you can yeah. make it into card advantage, but it's not inherently. It's your commander. So, like... When looting is attached to a commander, it's no longer looting. It's like a thing you're planning on doing, so every card so in your you deck is built to yeah, yeah, loot. <laughs> Interesting about, thing about deck fade is that in a normal commander game, he's almost guaranteed ramp because you can steal someone's signet or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is good. Like, that's a kind so of, he's and, ramping card draw is what you're saying? Which yeah. Is, are the, in blue and red, Well, no and I'm already scared. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think like making it worse for people to play artifacts isn't a bad thing, and I don't think he'd be the most played. I don't know if you've no, played the most played Planeswalker yeah. commander. And he doesn't stop but. people from playing artifacts. He just changes the order you do it in. He's also Correct. two color, so yeah. That, yeah. that sort of limits power level a little, although Tezzeret and Teferi disagree. I would think any Damn it. Whoa. I would think any planeswalker Whoa. that's three yeah, colors is oh, just gonna be because we're done with it. Well can except I... for Tezzeret. Alright, you can you can do whatever you want. It was making that's gonna take a while though. Yeah. <laughs> uh last card on this small <laughs> list is definitely Tamiyo Field Researcher. Just getting omniscience in the it's banned. Yeah. It's got uh, so I, many... I think Tamiyo's on the list I feel like because it's either Doubling season or banned or she's banned? Because of all of the planeswalkers that combo with doubling season, she's by far the l- largest issue. She's three colors, so it all- makes it so you have like all of the white that enchantment. That she can play it as well. Tamiya's yeah. like, ultimate everybody is omniscience, but it's an emblem, so you can never get rid of it once it's out. And you draw cards. Yeah, and you draw cards. <laughs> yeah, that's um, absurd. So it's 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 crazy. Um, yeah. Okay, so if bu- doubling season does get banned. Dude, finish your paper airplane. I'm could... letting yeah. you talk. So if if uh, if doubling season did get banned, do you think Tamio's fine then? Yeah, I think. I think. Or at least I mean, start, you still I think have it could be a problem. deep glow skate or whatever. You've still True. got, but that's work. Well, the one thing I'll always say too is that it's way worse to play your commander and then have to do something after that. Than it is to play something play before, before and, and then, then play your commander and, and activate right away, right? Because you're giving the window you're giving is different in those two scenarios. Mm-hmm. So that's why doubling seasons particularly is so bad because you play it before you play the the planeswalker. And now when I play the planeswalker, the window for my opponent to do stuff is basically counterspell, mm-hmm. you know, minus some uh, some fringe stuff. And I, I also think if doubling season was a creature, I'd have less of a problem with it. Yeah, exactly, because I can get rid of it a lot easier. The enchantment is the hardest thing to get rid of in the game. There's two colors, really three colors that can can't really touch it. You know, three. But yeah, blue. Blue can bounce, and a lot of people play black and discard. Like I think. Well, yeah, yeah. (laughs) limited. But red, red has chaos warp. Right. The end. Black really has nothing. I mean, you can run scour from existence and a couple other Mm -hmm. things, but in general, it's very hard. So that's forty percent of colors. Maybe if you give blue like a little nudge, forty-five. Yeah, fifty percent of colors. Cannot touch (laughs) this card that would make yeah. Um, So like yeah, with that in mind, I just it it becomes super problematic there versus Tamio where like deep glowscape, but there's like not only is there counter magic and there's discard and there's creature removal and you have to do it in the wrong order, it. Like, you can just get rid of it. There's, like, 20,000 more counter spells with if you include can-only-counter-creature spells like Essence Scatter than yeah. there is without it. So, I don't know. I'm less worried about it. Okay, so... Before we move on... Well, no, no, Omniscience isn't banned. 
That's the like. Well, omniscience. Cost. I mean, it's a lot harder. Correct. You get way more mana. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need to plus her up to how many times? What's her ultimate? Oh, you mean with no doubling season, right? With right. no doubling season. Yeah. I've almost never seen a Planeswalker plus up more than twice in a game that it comes in. Yeah, you have to plus up three times without no one, be, no one dealing with her. You four turns, She doesn't protect herself. Um, or she you can't. You plus it three times and then untap a fourth time. And, Correct. And, and negative seven her. I'd rather just play Omniscience in that case. I mean, you still got things like Peer. Well, and she's your planeswalker, uh-huh. so you'll get um, to her. There's one of the oaths, or a couple of the oaths deal with loyalty counters. Two. There's um, or three because of and all, there's a Johnny add loyalty. There's an Johnny that adds loyalty yep. counters to other planeswalkers. A Johnny does it. Uh, Gideon's oath does it. So, and so you're looking at like fairies. four or five cards. But to you're in get white. You can find um, enchantments with enlightened yeah. tutors and stuff. Um, it's not. I'm okay with the amount of hoops you'd have to jump through, though. Yeah. Double season is one card. Right. Do it in the and wrong your deck order. will be already right order, set up. Sorry. Find that card, right? Yeah. Whereas, yeah. Are you saying that blue, uh, uh, green, and white have easy ways to find enchantments in their deck? Yeah. Is that something that they yeah. do? Well, Is that a thing? Yeah. <laughs> white especially. Um, okay. So before we move on, so those are the problematic possible issues. And those cards. are the upfront ones. There might be more. That's like, what I wanted to say. Are you willing to grant that there's probably two or three more where? You know, some brewer is going to break it, and and in commander, once you've broken that, like Teferi took a while to break, mm-hmm. and once they broke it, I don't think there's any more than any other. This is kind of you know, and we'll we'll get to this I guess in a second, but but uh, they're not going to stop doing the new stuff, right? Well, so yeah, so I, we're just I, adding. Yeah, that's my point. Is like I don't think there's anything more dangerous by unlocking these than releasing a new set with than Dominaria had attached to it. Well, I do. I think there's a little bit more chance because that an old when card affects weirdly with a new card because like that happens regularly. I, I what I'm saying is that I think that at least now when they release Dominaria, mm-hmm. they design cards, mm-hmm. they put legendary creature on the card, they at least give pause and think, okay, is there anything obviously broken in Commander about this? They did not do that for Planeswalkers. They never Ever. have. They never have. Yeah. Or maybe they, if you, well, if, now we, of if we buy into the Wizards has wanted to push Planeswalkers as commanders, I'd be even willing to grant that for the last four years they've thought about it. Mm-hmm. But that leaves us with what, six or so years? Well, then why does Tamiyo exist? Yeah, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying for the sake of the argument, I'd be willing to grant well, that they've I, been thinking I, about that for a couple of years I or think whatever. they've thought about it, but then when they're like, does gameplay matter more than... Because like it's not, so they're not going to like not make a planeswalker that they think would be cool for right. every other format other than commander. If they eventually legalize commanders, but they might add a word. They might add opponent instead of opponents. They might mm-hmm. add, you know, they sure. might do little things which they wouldn't have done for a certain period. And those are the little things that are going to take a little while. And so I do think there's a higher percentage chance that we're going to find some like truly broken stuff from cards that just weren't designed for the format. But more broken than just stuff that exists already? Like, I don't think any Planeswalker being Maybe. legalized is going to be... Tezzeret, I, I think, is probably already... Well, correct. I think there are ones that are, are problematic. But that's obvious. And I think there's a good... Oh, at least a decent chance that there's another Tezzeret hiding in there. But you deal with it. I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think, like... I'm just saying, yeah. would, would you be willing to grant that, that that's a possibility probably a, a high possibility there's at least one or two i think there's definitely one or two okay uh, I, okay. I, I, yeah I, I think like like uh, the oaths and their interaction with cards like so we're up to with nine Tamiyo, or ten cards we might have to ban but they're they come out banned it's like the i know like, i'm just yeah, saying yeah, yeah. no not, one's ever the ban list now when i go to the website and i click what's the ban list instead of being this long it's not this long sure okay but that's like other older formats have that like that's that's an still eternal bad. format issue it's still bad the longer the ban list is, the worse it is for the format, for sure. Sure. Yeah, it's just harder for people. Well, just whether and or not I also the think you test, like, I also better. think you try it out. And I think a lot of those problems can be dealt with. Like, uh, most of these, I think Tezzeret is an issue. I think 
uh, doubling season an issue. And of the cards we talked about today, those are the those would be the only two that I would ban ahead of time. I have an idea. If I was the rules committee, I would give the entire world twenty days or so. You do the table thing? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I wouldn't. The problem I'm, is I'm that, saying that's a bad idea. I'm why? saying if we're if we're because it's not enough time for commander players to spend that much time and money building decks that may not be viable in the future. Well, but if that's there's a any really good point. if there are any glaring issues, you would find a lot of them. Very I would quick. rather they just could start, find them now without. I would so no, need the rules committee to tell them to do. You it. Just, yeah, no, you could I mean, literally to the listeners break some commanders for us and tell us what's sure. the problem. You know, like I think that's the best way of going about it. But at the same time, you just have to think. Okay, are there enough players that want this? Is the diversity adding going to make the format better in comparison to the number of cards you have and, to ban? And I think those two things are yes. That, okay. my, my point, and that was kind of what we discussed in the beginning. I think most players want this. I think most players feel like this is already true when they come to the format and then are told that is not true. I don't think that part's true. So let's talk I about might, your, I don't even know if most players want this, but... Brawl. Brawl is like... I don't think Brawl is... I don't even think Brawl is getting played as much as... But no, no, no. But as we move forward, especially with Arena and Brawl being a supportive format, there are more people who play Brawl first. And Brawl is 1v1. It's going to be 1v1 on Arena as but far as I know. it's still the entry point to Commander play. Commander I don't think players. it's... I, I Why? Think like Commander, Commander the, 1v1 on MTGO got no, anybody no, to play no. Commander? Nobody plays it. I don't well, think no Brawl play, is the new entry players point don't for play, New players don't play MTGO. That's MTGO is not an entree to start playing Magic. I'm just saying nobody... is built Nobody plays Commander online and it doesn't filter anybody into the format. And I also don't think perspective of who plays moto versus who plays brawl is meant to be totally different brawl is supposed to or, or brawl is supposed to be a format made for new players to get an entree into commander i don't think so though moto is not i don't think that's why brawl was made no i don't either. Brawl 100 was not made to intro I mean, people to a format no. that isn't going to make wizards as much money standard packs, but no they're trying to <laughs> yeah. get commander players to buy play standard, standard cards. yeah they're not trying to get standard, standard players to play to buy, commander. yeah it's the opposite of what they want yeah because commander players buying standard cards means that you have a whole new audience playing buying cards that they normally wouldn't Standard they said, players they going said, into Commander means they're going the to most, second market retailers and stuff. They said, look, what's the most popular so you format? Think, you think no one that just plays Standard right now doesn't I don't play think Commander, no isn't one. like, oh, I have all these Standard cards, I can play Brawl really easily, then plays Brawl, and then is like, oh, this is a great format. Is there a more in-depth version of this? Which is what the path for Magic is. Like, in Modern, people play Standard because that's where you start. I have a Standard card pool. That's all the cards I have. I can play this format. And then it rotates or something happens. You're like, oh, where's the more in-depth version I, of that and that is modern and here it would become commander like that's like when people start playing they only play standard there's a very slim window where that's where you're but at I think and brawl you, is standard commander i did not get introduced to commander through playing standard or playing limited there but were points when i'm like i'm playing limited because i can get cards for commander potentially by opening them in the packs but i think the the way that people get into commander isn't through brawl right now i think that it's still maybe it's a small sliver of, of course new it's players not right getting now. in but, but i don't think it's going to be something that's like this is the way that people get into it and that's a reason why people want planeswalkers as commanders but, but I your think intro that to magic isn't going to work. Your intro to magic was through heavy commander players like me and Craig. <laughs> and yeah, Josh. And, and I think a lot that is a lot of people's entry points still. And I don't. But commander is the worst way to learn magic. I, know I agree. Podcast, I agree but, that it's one of the worst ways. <laughs> no, to we learn tell magic. people don't teach people. But with that's magic. how people yeah. get introduced to the format. But most people, people listen introduced... to our podcast and like I'm going to build a deck and start playing. Right. Game that's nights. a lot of yeah game nights. Like it, I again. Brawl is just going to be, a, I think, a fun side fancy thing for a little bit. It may exist for a longer time, it may, but it's never going to if reach. If they don't solve the rotation thing, rotation's going to hit, Brawl will be dead. And it's never going to hit the critical mass of players entering the format that the way that Commander still does it, which is just sit around the kitchen table, play the pre-cons. But I, mean, on, I think that's yeah. a much bigger way of people getting in. I don't think there's any chance they designed Brawl to get people to play Commander. That doesn't make any sense from a standpoint of what we said earlier, which is like Commander's currently your most popular format. Whether it's one or two, okay, fine. I'm not saying they we designed are, it that way. But if you're like, a company, what are you trying to do? I want that group of players 
to purchase the newest product. We know Wizards is always trying to figure out ways to get people to buy sure. the newest stuff. That's just what makes sense. So they said, oh, let's create a format that requires the newest product, but it's built like the format they play. So to but, say but that, like the, like, I'm not saying it can't work the opposite way. I'm but, saying that's not what it's for. the way magic works is the opposite way. The way people play Which magic. Which is why Brawl like is just not going command- to no, 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 But I think the way that magic works is that way for 1v1. I don't think it's the same for yeah. Commander. I no, think no, Commander people comes play magic because from- they play magic. I mean, yes, the Commander is a lot I of work. I know a lot of people that got that into Commander because of the board game life that they love beforehand, not because they love the 1v1 and wanted to escalate their standard to modern. But yes, to I know a lot of people like that. Know? But like, there's infinite data that 99% of people that play magic start when they're a kid. They buy packs because someone buys it for them, or they get it at Walmart, they get it at Target. They're the reason those interest packs exist for those stores. They buy it, then their friends play it, and then they play into standard because they only have recent packs and then after they play standard rotation happens and they're like oh crap all these cards i own that sucks let me move out of it and wizards is pushing brawl it'll be pushed on arena which is going to be the largest tool to get people to play magic since duels of the planeswalkers which is credited along with m10 is the reason the magic had any growth of the last those during that huge growth that part's just a guess they don't know for sure but okay I mean, they have data pointing towards it, like more than anything. Like I, they, yeah, I, I well, anyway, there's a whole other discussion. I have a lot of reasons I think that coincide, that add up to it. Sure, I think there's yeah. a lot of reasons, but I think because how was old a big were you when you started playing Magic? Uh, I, I was eight. Eight, seven. Yeah, so if you were seven in 1994, how well, old are you during the Magic Resurgence? 25. Yeah, right about the time where you get a lot. But I, and I don't think I don't think the majority of people that started playing at that point. I don't think if all of that was rebuy because that not rebuy all, pattern not existed. All. There's also the fact that you have kids. If you were a little bit older, if you were 16 or 17 in mm-hmm. 1994, you have 12 year old kids now. I think the that you're teaching to play Magic. What happened is it opened up. It's like here's the existing player base that from the kids, and then boom, they're old and have money, and then there's an additional. Here's a younger crowd that has this on their Xbox. Well, or and here's what people played it when they were kids, but and I now think, their kids are old enough to play. I it. think that that me that we're talking about that now is getting back into Magic when they're 25. That's, the reason they got into it is because they saw it on the Xbox store and they were like, oh, I like Magic. Oh, that's free. Let me download it and try it out. And like, oh, I like this. And that was a huge number of people. Most sure. of the people I know that got on the Magic during that point that weren't playing. That's it in still. your age group, right? Most mm-hmm. of people that got in my age group had kids that they were teaching to play and they were all their kids turned 11 12 or 13 around that time. but i think the age group of people that play magic is scales younger than us that's what i'm saying they had 12 and 13 year olds well, no no no, no. resurgence no, no. i was about. there when it started and you had to be 14 15 to sure. play it i mean so if you look all at the, the people demogra- my age because yeah. i was right in the but i think house. the people that returned to it weren't the number of people that returned to it at a, in your age group and even my age group is nothing even close to the amount of kids and people in their early 20s that started playing but the didn't play kids in started because their parents started teaching them no. and then how I many think, kids I do you know that of... how many kids do you know that do what their parents want them to do but yeah. back to planeswalkers yeah. being legal and commander okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. i'm just saying like uh, I'm, I'm saying there were multiple fla- factors and of course duel, there duels were. was probably the biggest slice of the pie but I'm just saying, like, there was a lot of other large slices of but, pie. But the point of that is that Magic Arena is being built to be the next generation of that and is being built to be more than that. Sure. We and... have no idea whether Brawl is going to even be, like, something that catches fire and that people hold on to. Because right now, sure. honestly, it doesn't feel like it, it is. And they have, there's a ton of things on every platform of every game that have been tried that just didn't take right. off and it they totally go totally not work. But I would say of the 12 fatty kind of formats that I've been a part of in my the last five years, Brawl has had more staying power than any of them. 
What? Tiny Except leaders. If uh, Tiny leaders was big for a little while. No, I'm yeah. saying. I'm saying. Ball's only been out for like six weeks. How can you even say it? We don't even know yet. Tiny leaders was big for at least that amount of time. No, tiny leaders died way. Like, like the amount of people I see at stores playing brawl is so much higher than tiny leaders. Like, yes, people would organize tiny leaders. Maybe I barely ever saw tiny leaders get, like getting played. Yeah. But right. it was. I see. But as far as chatter about it, like most stores I know of are now running a like thirty percent of their games on most. commander nights. The three that I've been to, and not just in Los Angeles and the like 16 mm-hmm. cities that I travel to every week, uh, have started doing brawl sections in their commander nights because there's enough people that want to play it there and they're mm-hmm. supporting it officially, which Tiny Leaders never had. Which I'll see when I go to GP Vegas because I'm real, that's one of the things I'm really yeah. curious yeah. about. Is but like, then I also want to ask everyone those players, I'm not going to be there, but like, hey, rotation's coming. Are you going to stick with this? Or they what won't are you know do with your deck. Yeah. They won't know. But like they the, won't know. But you're going to get a better idea. Hit they, you, you don't but, understand. But, it. but brawl is also yeah. not an investment. Like the sixty card. Like to really buy cards into brawl. How expensive everyone keeps is it is. saying this. Like, oh, you're just going to play with the cards you have. Nobody does that. What's, you go to cardkingdom.com/slash/commando, <laughs> and you, which is actually where I buy cards. By the way, but like okay. nobody Thank builds you. a deck with just like what they've got laying around, and never is like, well, this card would be better. I'm going to buy that specific card. Sure, but the percentage of cards. That like the cost of a brawl deck compared to any other deck in Magic, other than limited, is significantly lower. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll give you that. But like, I mean, people are building decks, right? They're buying the yeah, cards. I'm not saying they're not. Decks, oh, like I'm, they're, I'm not yeah. saying they're not doing that. I'm saying that the total cost to do that, even if you buy all like, first off, gold barely exists. Yes, I know there is one, I'm but just, like, like the most, if you want to build Joda and have the top ten most expensive cards in, in yeah, standard, you're cheap. still going to be a less expensive deck than yeah. any modern deck. I just don't see Brawl players going with the rotation as much as them just going, oh, time to play Commander with my almost built Commander deck. Well, that's like, my point. That's but that's, that's my is, original point, is that Brawl is going to get people to play Commander. and But again, I don't think... But here's the thing. When the new format pops up, like Tiny Leaders, is a big influx of players to it. And then as soon as that starts evolving more and the rotation happens, I don't think you're going to have that same amount of people jumping into it immediately because it's not new, fresh, or exciting. And Wizards isn't doing product releases specifically around it. I mean, it's an easy format to get into. Yes, most of the time people build decks if they're directing to it. They put effort into it. But my first Commander deck and the first five Commander decks were built out of the stuff I had laying around, especially before the uh, commander products existed and so people have that they'll it'll rotate out and then they'll be like oh uh, man i wish I'm i could still play as again. well no but, but that's the, the thing like, is i don't the think point of this gonna, conversation see is many... i want to play with my planeswalker as a commander that's the thing that they're going to yeah, miss no, no. from it like because like, the one thing that rotates forever is that i can no longer play my teferi blue white planeswalker brawl deck ever again and i think that's when you're going to have people being like i want commanders to be legal as commanders in in, in command I can see that being as, as more people wanting <laughs> that to happen. Yeah. But again, I just don't think there are enough Brawl players to make that a very real thing. And pe- I, I just don't see those players not being like, okay, I can find an alternative but if I a, need it's, to. It's, it's definitely sure there's more people wanting it. But I think if you look at the majority of Commander players, and I'm interested to hear what your poll said as well. But again, I think the big influx of Brawl players is going to be big in the beginning. And as soon as rotation happens, you're going to you're gonna be like this. There's a spike of new players. And as soon as rotation happens, the amount of new players coming in is just going to be super low. It, but... It's You're a, my point is it's a feather. It's a feather on the on the camel. It, it's it's mm-hmm. there's there's on that side of the scale. You mean? Yeah, on that yeah. side. Yeah, whatever. The the scale is it's a feather on more, the camel. Yeah, I like a camel. Yeah, <laughs> the camel's back mean. is breaking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the camel's back breaks means that their planeswalkers are legal as commanders. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, I mean, if the right now they're not. 
and there needs to be well, enough reasons why to switch it, right? right. So I get what you're saying. And, and I, you know, change people are resistant to. The yeah. Wizards loves change. <laughs> if you want to talk about I, the making you know, swinging the, changes. The problem again is the Rules Committee. Do they even care enough? Are they playing they ball actually, enough to think about this? As far as I can tell, they don't want that to happen. Sheldon sort of, I think, even came out and said that one of the, that he liked that Planeswalkers were legal in Brawl because now he could say, well, if you want to do that, play Brawl. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> and and we'll see what happens. That's a, but listen, like, I paraphrase. That's not an exact quote. <laughs> it's exactly um, what he said. <laughs> but enough. Once again, it's this. It's enough players want it. The Wizards wants it. Then now they create a format where players are introduced to a world where they want to play this way. And they know, can, not necessarily they, want. Well, I, think well, a lot, I think a lot of people still see the most powerful legendary creatures as opposed to... Because, again, there aren't that many Planeswalkers in Brawl that are like, wow, I really want to build around this card because you just don't have the flexibility to build around this as much as you could in Commander. Right. And, and yes and no, like, the, it does open stuff up. We talked about how now red decks have a bunch of new tools that they have available to us, Commanders, mm -hmm. as far as... as if what they, can they do, do this White for all the... has yeah. cool stuff to do, period. Sort of, sort of yeah. <laughs> uh, so you have, like... You're increasing deck diversity, which is something that I think we can all agree is what we want in Magic, because we're not standard players. <laughs> but well, Commander's already good there. Right, but I, that doesn't mean that there can't be more. I mean, the, the argument, like, this is... I, I mean, mean I was again, it's the same, it's the same one we right? had before, yeah. Like, there's just, there's not enough... Because well, every player, eventually you have every player has a completely different deck, and <laughs> you can't have more. But your, your point is taken that eventually there can't be more diversity. There's diminishing there returns at a certain po a point of diversity. Like, you, if sure. you've got... 30 decks that are competing. Yeah, I'd say modern, like modern yeah. is a better example because exactly. yeah. I can do math there, uh, or I know the math there. It's, you know, there's about 30 competitive decks yeah. at all times in modern, and there's never really going to be more than that. But you want that to be ever-changing. Like, if, the, if there becomes a moment where it's like, oh, these 30 decks are just the best decks, which new set releases do affect, and I'm not saying they don't. Um, but, like, my argument for, you know, people are like, oh, if it's banned, I don't want it to be added in the modern. There's no, this, no, but, there's, but there's, let's this, say... there's this protectionistness to modern, and it's there for a commander in every other format where... Well, hold on, hold on. Let's say there's 30 decks in modern. They did something similar to this, which shook it up to the point where five of those decks fell off and five new ones went in. Mm -hmm. That happens all the time. Literally every new standard yeah, set. Yeah, So you're just... You didn't do anything, right? You didn't, it's not like there's 35 now. But it depends. Like, does does that does that you know are well, four of those decks too? No, no. I'm just I'm just saying like you just traded well, five for five, but you but didn't increase like, the amount of diversity. But I think mm -hmm. Commander in general has a larger ability to balloon in diversity. Than modern it already has, but yeah, and it's already great, right? It already has tons of diversity. But that doesn't mean you can't be greater. Like there, it's, there's not like a cap to diversity. But that again, in modern, in again, I think the modern all, there is a potential cost though. Right? All boils down to is it worth the extra banning of cards? Is it worth the potential just banning of more cards in the future. I mean, that's like, again, that's everything this entire yeah, argument weighs down to is the upside. But, but my, the my, my point in it was what I was getting to is that in the next three years, there's going to be X amount of magic sets released, mm -hmm. and that will cause X amount of cards to be banned. Should we stop printing magic sets? No, but at the same time, Wizards knows, again, like Josh was saying, they did not make Planeswalkers originally. You know, like, yes, they focus on well, modern and, and they set, focus on commander when they make cards. And like the cameos and stuff. Like, I, I don't know. I, 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 they you they do think about it, but then they they don't. Let me put it in the game like terms. They, Let me put it in the game terms here. Okay, so in a game of Magic, mm -hmm. if you're going to be making a high variance plays, should you be doing that when you're ahead or when you're behind? I think you should do it when you're ahead and behind. I think no, no. I think I think conservatism is is a mistake. I think being in a position where okay, okay. I'm safe and everything is great, I'm not going to do anything because everything do, is great right no, now. No, I'm going to play not, it not safe. Do anything. Is what causes companies or situations to fall. But in, but in gameplay, in Magic, the okay, you didn't walk into it. But the general common <laughs> knowledge you ha like from pros and things is that in a situation where you're behind, you start doing things that are high variance. Like, oh, I gotta kind of hope they don't have the answer to this. 
and I don't get blown out because if they do, I'm probably still going to lose anyway. But an action like kills you. I mean, yeah. But if you don't walk into things because I'm going to win on board as it is, I'm ahead. I don't need to. I don't need to introduce RNG into this equation because RNG is not in my favor here. Mm-hmm. But, what's, but like, what's the net loss? The worst case thing that happens. This is like by far if Wizards makes this decision com- and the, the commander crew makes this decision with them is that they have to re get rid of commanders, uh, planeswalkers as commanders because it's such a mess that it ruins commanders. That's a huge, huge. That's, but the chances of that happening are phenomenally huge downside. You have a ton of people. If I say rotation will kill brawl. How many people are going to stop playing a format where they bought a that, bunch of that cards? That decision built only happens if if it's actually problematic to the point where people are leaving Commander for other reasons. I don't that think that is happens. That's the biggest downside. But that's though. not that the, your issue isn't your issue My isn't issue. that Commander uh, Planeswalkers are going to create a gameplay state that's terrible. It, your issue is that it that, adds a little a, bit of a a little bit of a a ban list that is larger than you would like, and that's not going to kill. No, you missed one of my points. It will create longer games. Right, and I Which pointed out that argue. I think that's within the tolerance that people but I'm are fine with. So we got two cons. Right? I'm arguing that's not a con, I guess, is my point. Uh, a long game, one. necessarily. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm arguing that's a con. Sure. So in my book, we've got two cons. Plus, we've got the the possible bad outcomes that we can't foresee, which is further banned cards and... But that's that exists for every new Magic set ever. That, that, then we shouldn't come out with Commander products. No, 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 no. Commander... Just because there are things that have variants that are inevitable doesn't mean we do more of those things. Commander, pro- commander product decks aren't inevitable. But if, you ask, if you ask BDM or other people, they think Commander decks shouldn't be printed ever. I'm saying this from the perspective of modern, which is fair. Wizards' attention paid is fine, but the amount of attention, and this is the point of, of where I do actually think doing the three-month or two-month or one-month release of making this legal to see how people break it, is that puts so much more pressure testing on this format than anything Wizards can do. And that's what they say. That's why Standard hasn't successfully been diverse for three years. They, can't, Wizards, they can never compete with the millions of people. Because yeah. they can't compete with yeah. the millions of people. They I just, don't care what kind of testing team you got. If if it's not 100,000 people, you can't. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess if Makes you sense. are making a chess-like game and you have computers do it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, which And then can. no one yeah. wants to play that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... The problem is they have no data-gathering apparatus with which to make any use of letting the for- letting people... They're just listening, literally, to people. Uh, Yes, there's no actual data behind it. It's not like Moto or other things. It's they not like tournaments. Where they, have they tournaments. don't have... Yeah. It's multiplayer, can, so You can get a pretty good up. read after three months, and if people... Like, you can get at least a barometer of do people love have this or Have you seen our ban list? But that's not Wizards doing that's it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it would still be the rules committee, right? Like, who's going to... Sure. Are, yeah. So. yeah but, but, like, the world is still... Pub- like, I can t- I can read the, the voice of a community on their feelings on an issue pretty regularly and easily. But like, they're wrong constantly because they're just, like, whatever's the most recent thing. But like, the things that are, like, wrong... Why isn't Dead Eye Navigator banned then? Why isn't Cyclonic Rift banned? Every, like, four or five months, they call for Soul Ring to get banned. Sure. Like, <laughs> like... I, I mean, we're going to have a problem here because I think all... At least two of those. I think one of those cards should be banned, and I get why it's not, and I understand how this works. I know why Brainstorm is legal in Legacy, and I understand. I think one of those cards has a good argument. It doesn't that matter with what banned. you think. I'm just saying, like, if that's the if if, if well, but our read, philosophy on what if, the ban list should. But be I'm just saying, re- if reading the tea leaves yeah. is the outcome of your like, let's un let's see for you know two months. I just don't. Well, but I don't I, have I think, any confidence think, think in their the, ability the, to correctly. Like analyze that data and then come up with the correct. Well, but I think if, if if there's anything other than disaster, it's fine. Like I think anything under like uh, like you would know if it's bad. Like you would know right. if Commander is bad if if they unban all these things and everyone's like this sucks. It'll the take world a while. No, no, you would know in three weeks. You would know in two months. I don't think so. It takes a while. Like in normal play groups, when like a new Commander comes out, like one person builds one of that deck. Like you don't have ten. Um, no, we knew. I, I knew about Leovo within two weeks. Yeah, because you saw it. But a lot of a lot of 
but places like, but didn't the, see it. The public knew about Leovold. Like Twitter was a fire with Leovold after two yeah. weeks. I mean, it's one. It's one thing. We're talking about fifty coming in all at once. And, 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 well, the, and, and so the downside I'm that there's a point to find out. And the potential and, downside. And after two months of time where planeswalkers are legal would allow us to get enough data through public opinion because that is what Commander is about. It is a public community. I mean, you can try it right now out there, everybody. And you know, we're gonna have to wrap up this discussion because <laughs> this episode is gonna go long. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, that, that's okay. That's why we brought you on. It's yeah. great to have somebody. I think one of our issues with the show, and it's not a bad one all the time, is that Jimmy and I generally agree, and so we're we don't get to blue, have this amount of fun. We're both blue-red players yeah. with a very similar mindset about <laughs> We don't life. get the in-response to, to go yeah. throw back to my old show sort of version of the show, which I, I like doing. So, yeah. And I appreciate um, all of Kessler's opinions and everything. I don't want anybody to think like, oh, they hate each other. Kessler and I do this all the time. Um, but I think all that's a really good stressful. point. <laughs> yeah, I think this is a really good point is like, if you want to try it. Do so. You should, and actually, it would be helpful because I would be willing to listen. I, again, I don't know that how we can I make correlate a, the data in a way, but it like, like data people, is good. If people were to test it, test it with Tezzeret and and uh, no, we know Tezzeret's broken. I don't even think no, we, no, no. I'm saying, had, I'm saying test it with Tezzeret and double season, uh, double season bans. bans. Yeah, like I, like, so. I, I don't yeah. I don't think information is useful if those are legal because the, we admit I will admit right now that doubling season doesn't work in that much. format yeah. and Tezzeret doesn't work in that format but yeah. I would love to see people test every other planeswalker to their heart's content to see I, if there's anything like really problematic even the ones that we mentioned that could be problematic I don't think we thought any of them should be banned the only the other one I Gideon it, we threw the paper so I can't even look at it um, Gideon I, is Chain Veil Chain Veil is the one I Chain Veil yeah Chain Veil oh, doubling yeah. season Tezzeret those are the yeah, only those three. three those are the cut them yeah and then test and then let us know That's and comment in the comment section below or tweet it at us or email to commandcast at gmail.com or tweet at us at tweet at Kessler at the MMcast or at Kess Wiley, actually. Yeah. And hey, GP Vegas is coming up. <laughs> Segway, man. Wait, to the listeners, what do you think about Planeswalker's Commander? So if you're not going to try it out, <laughs> yeah, let us know what you know think at the very least. I'll repost the poll when this thing comes out to see if there's a different feed after people listen to us argue at each other for, for an hour. And uh, I'd love to hear people. Oh, the poll got 47A+. plus. Oh, wait. Say what the poll was. Oh, okay. So the poll was... We'll post it, too. Uh, how does everyone feel about Planeswalkers being commanders in Brawl? Also, why? I didn't want to spoil what the episode was, so I was very vague. Uh, and then I gave A+, plus, B+, plus, C+, plus, D+. Plus. Right. Uh, A+, plus got 44%. B+, plus got 38%. C+, plus got 10%. D+, plus got 8 now, this is in Brawl specifically, so I'd like to see you re-ask that, but for Commander. Correct. And, and, and we'll, we'll yeah, ask yeah, it, yeah. too, as well. I, and I'm I, willing to grant, I think, that like a high percentage will, will want, it. want it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's exciting I mean, to be like, you know, even I am like, sweet, Dak Faden, that sounds awesome. Like, I want to do that. And, and I think, yeah, but my point is that this is a game, and the more toys we have, the better. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that's always true. Because yeah. in-and-out only has the more things on its, on its menu. And In-and-out is great. The fact that In-and-out doesn't have bacon is like a sin against humanity. <laughs> I'm just saying. That they don't, their menu is very small, and it's sure. great. I don't think more choices is always good. Yes. Steve Jobs that. would definitely agree with me. Okay. Uh, yeah, certainly. All right. All right. GP and Vegas is coming Cheesecake up. Cheesecake Factory wouldn't. No. Oh, God. Cheesecake Factory is horrible. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I, I have one I that I even buy default. I do get the fact that you have a booklet. Sorry, Cheesecake Factory. Uh, never in a sponsor My fiance is very unhappy with us. Ah, she loves Cheesecake Factory. Look, I like it on occasion. The Asian nachos at Cheesecake Factory are good. That's the only thing I can eat there. I just don't like buying a bowl of pasta and having it have 1,800 calories in it. Yeah. That's the Cheesecake Factory. Well, I also don't like buying a bowl of pasta at a place that also has like Cajun food and also had like you yeah, yeah. you have too many stuff you can't be good at all of that no, stuff. No no no. Yeah. I I I agree that stuff. when it comes to food then limitations 
breeds creativity. I, th- I think, yeah, I think the fact that, oh, we want all our options available to us is actually overrated. Right. Like, it's often but not it, good. But it's magic strength. Like, food is different, and I'll admit to you that immediately. But, like, one of the reason people love magic is that there's billions of pieces that all fit together in a different way, and it lets you be creative in ways that let you express yourself, and that doesn't exist in most other games. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd agree that. But but the fact that just a blanket statement that more choice is always good. Yeah, yeah I agree that that is. Okay. Um, <laughs> GP Vegas. GP Vegas is coming up, and neither of you is going to be there. I can 100% womp, womp. not make it anymore. I'm sorry, uh, everybody. Yeah. So I will be there, though. So if uh, here's my advice to you. One is you should sign up for that Commander Championship Get that thing. Soul Ring playmat. It's actually in like two days, I think, from the time you're hearing this. But um, it's on Friday, which is June 15th. It starts, I believe, at 11 a.m., uh, I will be there. You get that soul ring play mat, like Jimmy said. Also, you should follow me on Twitter at Josh Lee Kwai. Um, if you're going to be at GP Vegas, you can, if you don't like Twitter or you don't like me, that's okay. You can unfollow or quit Twitter or delete it or whatever after the GP's over. But I promise if you want to find commander games and things, then I'm going to be saying like, I'm at this table in this section and this is where commander games are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so that and oh, you'll oh, probably and be with a lot of other people in the magic community as well. I'm right. sure BDM is going to be slinging some spells as well. Oh yeah, we'll gather up all the you know Prof and Wedge. I'm sure will be around, yep. and the Commanders mm-hmm. Brew guys and Commander In guys and DJ from Jumbo Commander, and all all those people will be. And then my co-host from the Masters of Modern podcast, Ben Bateman, who was on your guys's last game nights video or two, two game nights ago, two uh, yeah, the brawl one, one. Uh, and uh, he'll be there as well, and he's going to be representing the Masters of Modern podcast, and we'll be chilling with you and. Slinging modern spells, and I'll make sure he has some commander decks with make him. Because... Make him bring a brawl deck too. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll not do. Not brawl. I'll just brawl. give him. No, it'll be brawl. <laughs> no, he's banned now in brawl, right? It, but not in, in commander. In, not in commander. In, no, in like one v one weird. No, I think in brawl. No, no, in brawl he's totally banned. Oh yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. They, they well, did not separate the one v one and the two okay. the multiplayer ban list yet. In uh, advance of commanders being be wrong, uh, but... in advance of planeswalkers now being legal as commanders, make sure you go to cardkingdom.com slash command zone to buy every planeswalker on planet Earth. And then uh, you can put them in your binder, and then you're the guy who has like every planeswalker. Oh, cool! Like, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you're that guy. Yeah, yeah. right next to it. Yeah, too. yeah. Buy like the cheap foil ones because when they get their legalized commanders, those are gonna go way up. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All those tibbles for yeah. sure. I, mean, I think you should them, do like, that. Like, regardless of what we think, but there is a chance that this happens. Oh yeah. Like, like, oh yeah. Beyond oh, yeah. any of that, this is a possibility, oh, yeah. and there are signs that are pointing toward it being a possibility. So I mean, maybe they're already testing it. Who knows? Very smart move. Plus, then you have a bunch of foil planeswalkers. On Planeswalkers, one last thing. Six mana Chandra, the bad one from Zendikar, is one of the best commander red cards. Wait, the one wheel. that makes three ones and can draw? No, 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 no. The first one. The, ba- oh, the, oh, the Zendikar original, original Chandra. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, everyone, yeah. It was the worst Planeswalker ever printed. Secret tech, it's nuts in commander. Tybalt's the it, worst. It time twists everyone else and you draw three cards. That seems pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my commander breakdown. One day I'll do Malfagor on this show. Very cool. Well, All make right. sure. Yeah, make sure you go to cardkeam.com slash command zone. Yeah, and make sure that you also utilize ultra pro products like playmats eclipse sleeves those relic tokens have you seen us yeah i know that i have them they're pretty sweet oh them. you have them i have they, i'm an impulsive hard to pa- find they're what's to great find. about them is it lets me get the impulsive interest i have in opening packs that i've gotten rid of uh, because i don't like opening magic packs because i have just the bad been, value just, it's just wrong like right. I, i'm going to draft with these eventually there's yes. a use beyond I opening see, these but with relic tokens you just, just open it and yeah. you're happy and you get something there i have like two tarmogoyfs a bunch of spirits because lingering souls is my fave sweet and they have foil uh, I have Foil Spirits. I don't have nice. Foil Tarmogoyf. Foil Goyf I haven't even seen yet. It's, uh, uh, foil Goyf is the second most expensive. The the emblem uh, for... Gideon? Uh, or Bullets. Bullets, Bullets is, I think, yeah. the most expensive. Uh, sweet. Okay. 
Um, normally, we, we do the end step here, but we've talked for so long that we're going to skip it today. Yeah, battle Bosses one. is the end step, Yeah, right? oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, check out Battle Bosses. Go to kest.co slash Battle Bosses, and you can see the three bosses that have been released so far. We'll be releasing a new boss every week until cool. we get to August, where you get to see all the cool stuff. Ryu, Dragon Goddess, and Samurai. She's one of my faves. Just go to uh, kest.co, yeah. honestly. See everything else that Kessler's made. There's hula hoops and balls, and you can buy Super Party Battle right now. Uh, and then also check out as this really quick one, because I had one for the end step. Oh, sorry. Uh, Legion and uh, The Expanse are both the best the best oh the show is on sci-fi right? yeah, yeah. Expanse. So, so the expanse on sci-fi it's not on amazon it was saved oh it right canceled, right right uh is phenomenal the books are also really good but like the, the show books. is like one of the most sciencey correct shows cool. ever and it's like the acting in the first season meh but beyond that it's wonderful and then legion might be the best show on tv wow i'm gonna right. say that right now it's okay. like big yeah. talk by the guy okay. who made fargo it's an x-men show i do I like fargo. fargo okay um this is the point where we talk about our sister podcast. Alex, do you want to talk about our sister podcast? Uh, so I am one of the two hosts on the Masters of Modern podcast. Uh, we create modern content every week. This is weird. This is like the pitch I do for the Command Zone, but backwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do modern content every week. Uh, we talk about, we do deck techs, and then we do, we have uh, pros on uh, regularly, and we just kind of talk about recent tournament stuff. So if the Command Zone is the casual format Masters, we're like the, we looked, we paid attention to the Pro Tour, and yeah, we'll pay attention lists, to the GPs, GPs, and we'll talk yeah. about competitive play, and what they pros, pros on to interview and Stuff. Ben, yeah. my co-host, does work for uh, uh, DirecTV's sports network. I forget what it is. Oh, cool. And so he like is actually like a sports person and can, can talk about magic as if it's a sport. I can't do that. I don't know sports. It's not my thing. But yeah. I am. Yeah, we're there. We're fun. We have Duke Cool Bruce. It's wacky. Definitely recommend it. It's on collected.company mm -hmm. along with these guys. And, and on then, Twitter. And on Twitter, uh, we are at the MMCast. I'm at Kess Wiley. Ben is at Ben Bateman Media. You should follow that for GP Vegas goodness. And uh, just definitely check out the Patreon. And also our Facebook group is like a really, it's like a growing community. If you like spirited debate and a lot of thought put into magic cards, Kessler's done it. He's, he's the guy. He's the guy for you. All right. Our editor for the show is Craig Blanchett. You can find the video versions of this podcast at youtube.com slash the command zone podcast. And of course, special thanks to Jeffrey Palmer at Living Cards MTG on Twitter. Is he going to be a GP Vegas? I think he's going as well. Uh, I think so. We'll find out Craig by also following him on Twitter. Bosses. Yes, yes. So, so, thank you, Craig. <laughs> thank you, Alex, for being on the show. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me. Uh, we'll see. Maybe by the next time you come on, Planeswalkers will be legal as commanders. Yeah. But I am very interested next to see. <laughs> what... You think it'll happen within a year? Let's let's just go I on could, record right here. Yes, I think it could happen within a year. I think it could happen within a year. Yeah. Do you think it will? Though I'm saying uh, I'm no. going to say yes because I, it's my job here. <laughs> I mean, you can you can. I'm just like. It was fun and it was a lively debate yeah, yeah, and everything, yeah, yeah. but do you actually think in one year's time, Planeswalkers will be legal? As I think there is a, I'll go 50-50 chance. So. I'm going to say it'll it'll either I think, happen it's, or I think it's the highest to happen within this year than any year before it. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, I think, yeah, I think the percentage chance <laughs> of it happening is higher, but I think no, unless Wizards literally in the next Commander set prints a whole new run of Planeswalkers as Commanders. Then I think it's like, okay, now the pressure's on. Well, and, and they have mentioned specifically Planeswalkers in the sort of, the tease teaser yeah, writing I, for I, commander so i would there's a chance that they do have planeswalkers I, I i know no secret information but i would i don't know i yeah i don't know uh, i'm but, pretty sure we couldn't say it anyway if we yeah, did you guys couldn't say it i don't know anything i 100 think the next decks are planeswalkers and i even think they might have a regular partner partner planeswalkers regular partner so i could be like oh, a regular partner and, and Planeswalker. i don't know it might be planeswalker it's totally that possibly risky insane. let's just throw a that's my that's my wild card the there of all my predictions that's the craziest okay cool second planeswalker well, that's your nostradamus okay yeah, my, yeah. my prediction is 2012 brawl's gonna die when rotation hits and this whole discussion will go away until something else happens and brings it back to life and i think we can all agree planeswalkers won't be no no i just i think brawl will survive yeah i think rotation is gonna hit and kill it we'll find out yeah soon 
on the Command Zone podcast. I hate rotation. Thanks for listening, everybody. With, with a passion. I hate like it because for, it hit me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and boy, so I know exactly again. what's going to happen to people, all my casually like-minded friends and listeners out there who haven't had it happen to them yet. But, but people, people, those people. There play are standard. people. Those people play standard. They can all play brawl. There's, there's people that play all magic. Yeah, yeah, I play limited, and, and I, we tried standard, but rotation. For okay, GP. this is the song right. that never ends. We should have goes on and on, my friend. <laughs> okay, everybody, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening. Can we do the lean tunes? Peace. That, 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 that's all, folks. That, that's all, For your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to commandcast at rocketjump.com or ask us on Twitter at JF Wong and at Josh Lee Kwai. See you later, alligator. Greetings, humans. <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.